Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm going to do another film review. This is going to be for the MCU's Black Widow film. Finally, we've sort of been waiting for this for a while. Not just because of the pandemic, but because, you know, it kind of took Marvel a minute, didn't it, to uh, to make this film. But uh, I'm your host, Matthew, and I'm here to talk about Black Widow for the MCU, the newest addition to that, even though Loki is still kind of ongoing and whatnot. Uh, this is a return to the big screen for the MCU for the first time in two years, I want to say. I think that's that's right, roughly, because Spider-Man was July 2019, I think. So I think I've got all that right. Uh, so what did I think of this film? I loved it. I really, really enjoyed this film. Uh, I think both from a solo film standpoint-ish um, to what this does for the MCU, I'm very interested in. Um, what this does for the Black Widow family, I suppose, character development is really, really good. Um, I thought the action was good. Like we, we, We've seen better in the MCU, we've seen better in comic book adaptions. Obviously, Daredevil kind of stands quite high with that uh, in terms of like choreography of the action and stuff. But the action's pretty good. It's what you'd expect from the kind of... Not uh, not Captain America Winter Soldier level, that's like better than what's done here. But with the action, you can very much just expect that type of admittedly typical Marvel thing. We, we've kind of gotten used to the type of action that we're seeing in this film. But it was still quite good, and we got to see some different characters kind of involved in that as well, which I think is, is very, very good. Uh, we'll stick spoiler free for now and then I'll let you know later when we're going to go into spoilers. So if you've not seen Black Widow, don't worry about any of that yet. Uh, yeah, some really, really good uh, things done with the character development. Um, obviously, this is Scarlett Johansson's last uh, MCU film. Uh, unless they decide to do another prequel or, or, or something, I don't know, like some other sort of area. Uh, but obviously for now, this is um, Scarlett's last uh, MCU film. I really, really do like, though how this sets up um, both David Harbour and Florence Pugh's um, characters for the future, and with um, uh, specifically Florence Pugh, because obviously she's more of the uh, the Black Widow character and whatnot, she's the sister of Natasha and everything else like that. She's called uh, y- Yelena in this film, and uh, David Harbour's character was the the red something, I can't remember his name, uh, but uh, El... Uh, Alexi, sorry, uh, Alexi, um, with the with that character, very very good stuff there. So I really really like what they did there because I, I felt like you know they've done a lot of character work with Captain America, they've done a lot of character work with like you know Iron Man and Thor, uh, Hulk. They've done quite a lot with Hawkeye. Needs some development still, but we do have a Disney Plus series on the way for that. But Black Widow was the other sort of main Avenger or the only other sort of Avenger that. Uh, Hadn't really had enough work done with that character. So really, really good to see a lot of that in there. Uh, what else can I kind of talk about spoiler-free? Um, I mean, just, yeah, the action's pretty good. The character development is what sticks out here to me. I really like what this does for the future of the MCU. Especially, that there is a post credit scene, by the way. And I recommend that you stick around for it. Because uh, that is quite, quite big and quite important, I think, going forward. But um, that's I I really like what they've what they've set up there, and I've got a lot of thoughts on where that is going and why I'm quite excited for that. But um, again, it is kind of this this film leads into or sorry leans into that brand trust in a way. Like some people looked and thought like, oh, it's a bit late to do a Black Widow film now. 
what are you going to do that's going to be so important? Like, we, we know Natasha's story. I mean, we kind of do, but this really explores that in a, in a very, very interesting way. And really kind of fleshes out, not just her character, but that whole family. And you really see the dynamic, that the family dynamic of that in this film. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Because um, watching the trailers and stuff, obviously you knew David Harbour was going to stick out a bit here. Um, and the, what was the name of the mother's character? Uh, Melina, uh, played by Rachel Weisz. Not Weez. Um What Wise? Something like that. Uh, she's pretty good. I, I would say the mother is still maybe the least interesting character out of this family. Out of like the four of them. Because you've got Natasha, Yelena, Alexei and uh, Melina. Um, and I would I'd probably say Melina still sticks out as the weakest one there. Um, but again they still do some very good character work with with the other members here. Of the family which is very very good. So overall I thoroughly enjoyed this. I really like what this has done to the MCU. It was a little bit unexpected. I think what this did for the MCU. Um, doesn't like break new ground. Or anything crazy like that. But this uh, this serves more of a purpose. Than what you might think it does. And you know when you're watching a Marvel film. And you think okay that's being plied for the future. That's being plied for the future. And you can kind of see. How those things are developing as you're watching an MCU film. Um, that was done very well here. And you could kind of see. You could kind of see what section of the MCU this was leaning towards. Sort of the spy Captain America Black Widow-ish sort of. You know that that type of um, area of the MCU. Uh, and you can see what they're trying to set up. And I really like what they've set up in this film. And what it means for the future of the MCU. Uh, again, nothing like crazy massive, but um, c- because to me, after coming away from um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I liked, and I liked how it set up the new character in America, I was a little bit like fatigued or a little bit bored with the sort of spy side of things. But this, what it does with a few specific things that I'll get into in, in the spoilers. Has reinvested my interest in that. Not not that I was going to like skip any of that content. I'm probably not going to skip any MCU content. Because I trust again that, that brand trust. I trust that something good or at least interesting or useful. Is going to come out of all these TV shows and films. Which so far they pretty much have. Or at least to set something else up for the, for the future. Which again pretty much all of them have. Um, so it's reinvigorated. Reinvigorated? It's got me reinvested in that side because at the moment i was sort of like i okay i'm really interested in all this like one division spider-man doctor strange stuff and like all the multiverse kind of thing because we have sort of done the spy thing before you know with all the captain america films and everything else that happened there and uh that, that kind of area but the multiverse we've like started to dig into but not quite like that's sort of the next era so I was more interested in the multiverse, but now I'm more interested again in, in, in the spy stuff, which means I'm basically more interested in both, which is good going forward, because that's what they're going to kind of be focusing on, which is both. Uh, so that's good. Very, very good. Uh, so I'm really, really happy with how this turned out. I really loved it. Uh, I'm going to give it a must-see rating. Um, I mean, it's it's interesting to do our like rating system when it comes to MCU content, because as I said a minute ago, most of it does at least give you a nod or sort of a a little bit of a wink as a setup of like, okay, we're gonna do this thing with this character, or we're gonna do this thing with, um, like a plot piece of development or whatever 
to where okay this thing we're gonna like show you or tease you about you know that's gonna come back in the in the, in the future so it's it's good to just take it all in i suppose and uh, black widow definitely fits into that for me so i've seen some like mixed reviews and stuff people that said like oh this is kind of average it's kind of good and whatever um i just really like what it sets up for the spy stuff for the future and what it's done for so, so both from a plot perspective and a character's perspective with the development from the family characters and the plot with the spy stuff i liked both of those aspects a lot as well uh taskmaster is also in this film i haven't spoken about them yet i'm gonna say them by the way i know it i know there's different pronouns and things to, to be used um i don't want to spoil the identity of this character and by that um, default I don't want to spoil the gender of the character because I was actually surprised there myself so if somebody else is going to have the same surprise that I did because I thought it was going to be the other gender not that it like massively matters I just don't want to potentially ruin that surprise that I actually had whether some of you or not know that what the gender of that character anyway or maybe it's different in different iterations I don't know I don't really know much about Taskmaster in, until this film because the, the first time I saw Taskmaster was in the terrible Avengers game because you do a little fight scene or fight piece whatever uh, you play as Black Widow and you fight Taskmaster and it's terrible and generic and boring so um, in what I'm basically saying is in case you go in with kind of the expectation that I had or the thought that I had and you get surprised in the same way that I did I don't want to spoil the potential same surprise that I had. You might not. You might go into this film knowing a bit more about that character, but in case you don't, like I didn't, I don't want to, you know, ruin the same sort of surprise that, that that I ended up having. And some other people might have that same reaction that I did. I wasn't like. I wasn't sort of like. Oh my god! I can't believe it. I was sort of. Oh, okay, interesting. Didn't quite see it sort of going there. Um, there's a few little hints and stuff in in the film and that kind of thing, but again, it did it did surprise me in an interesting way, in a good way. I was I was uh, happily kind of surprised at what they were doing there. So I'm just gonna say them. Uh, they were very cool in this film. I don't quite think Taskmaster was used as much as they could have been, um, but because there's about three or four set pieces where Taskmaster's used, and I liked all of them, but. I guess I just wanted a little bit more. Just a little bit more I suppose. But that's good. That means I was interested in the character. Uh, it wasn't the opposite situation of like get this character out of my face. I liked the character and just wanted to see a little bit more of them. But what we saw of the character I really liked. So there's that. But like, I, I'm very new to the character of Taskmaster. So I wasn't. I just wasn't sure over what to expect. Even so far as like gender and that sort of thing. So but it was all cool. I, I really liked all that. So uh, but in conclusion, for the spoiler-free section, really like this film, really like the character development and the family character development and what this sets up for the future, which I'll talk about in the spoiler section in a minute. Uh, I give it a must-see. I think it's very, very, very good. Um, it slightly was higher than my expectations, just slightly. I went into the, I went into this film thinking, okay, I think this will be pretty good and I think this will set up Florence Pugh's um, Black Widow character, which it did. Um, and I really like that, and that was kind of the minimal I was expecting, and I was given, I was given, I suppose, more than what I was expecting, and I'm very happy about that, so it, uh, exceeded my expectations, but just by a little bit, so overall, really, really good, really liked it, and, uh, I'm, and, uh, boy, am I looking forward to seeing where this goes, because, <laughs> uh, 
I really like where I really like what this is hitting towards. Um, so yeah. Anyway, um, that's pretty much my spoiler three spoiler free sorry thoughts. Uh, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. So if you haven't seen Black Widow, just stick around for a few more minutes. I want to let you know what else we've been doing on Entertainment Talk, and then we'll get into spoilers. So I'll see you in a minute. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're get, getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion, we can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Okay, recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, last night we did a Gaming Talk podcast. We talked about Casey Hudson, who's the uh, previous creative, I think it was creative director, on uh, the KOTOR games and the Mass Effect games, so the Knights of the Old Republic games. Talked about his new studio and uh, what's kind of going on there. Talked a little bit about GTA 6, not confirmed or anything like that. It's going to be a few years away yet, probably, at least. But we talked about what what a GTA 6 could kind of look like, so a fun bit of speculation there. And we talked about Nintendo's big reveal, which is their new Nintendo Switch OLED model. Yes, that's what they're actually calling it, is Nintendo Switch OLED model. And I talked about that with Robert and why I think it's a little bit disappointing, actually, what Nintendo's doing there. So I uh, talked about that. I also talked about a bunch of other games that we've played and all sorts of other, stu- other stuff. So there's that. We did a film review with Robert as well yesterday uh, called The Tomorrow War. I gave it a skip rating. We did a spoiler-free review. Very disappointing, very run-of-the-mill, very sort of just generic and really didn't make as much use of its world as it should have. Despite having a two and a half, despite being as long as what Black Widow is, pretty much. Actually, Tomorrow War is five minutes longer, I think, than Black Widow. But uh, anyway, um, just just wasn't very good, and we gave it a skip roll. Uh, he gave it a possible skip rating, I gave it a skip rating, but we both kind of didn't really like it. So, 
That's the new Chris Pratt film, by the way, on Amazon. The sci-fi one, so there's that. Also did another film reviews. I gave it a must-see rating. It's called Believe Me, The Abduction of Lisa McVeigh, based on a true story, real story. Uh, it's available on Netflix. Not a Netflix film, but it's available on there. And tells the story of the, well, the abduction of Lisa McVeigh. And um, it was very, very good. Very emotional, very hard-hitting. And all that sort of stuff that you'd expect from that type of thing. So we reviewed, so I reviewed that. Uh, did a World of the Last of Us podcast talking about the fact that the TV series is filming and some casting updates for Tommy and Marlene and uh, Sarah as well. They've all been cast for the TV series. And we've already got, of course, Bella Ramsey and Pedro Pascal for Ellie and Joel, the main two roles of the TV show. But they, uh, Gabriel Luna, who plays as Tommy, posted a photo of him with um, Sarah and Joel in the car. We think we know what scene that's for. So I talked about all of that and uh, going forward with that. Uh, did a Flash podcast with Roberts. That's for the season premiere of season 7 of The Flash. Top 10 best Naughty Dog video games. So a list of the top 10 best Naughty Dog video games. Top 10 best Pixar films. So did, did a list for that. Uh, World of the Last of Us podcast. Talking about the fact that I think Abby did nothing wrong in the game. So that's just an opinion piece on that. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow podcast. And that's pretty much everything we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. I'm also, later today, going to be covering the first two episodes of Monsters at Work over on the Funny Monsters podcast on uh, Entertainment Talk. So that's for the Monsters, Inc. sequel series, Monsters at Work, for that. So there's everything we've been doing recently on Entertainment Talk. I'm going to go into spoilers now for Black Widow. If you haven't seen the film, you're going to want to switch the podcast off now. So press pause or turn it off or do whatever you need to do. Because I'm going to, I'm going to go into spoilers. And I'm going to jump straight to the post credit scene and talk about why I really like what they're doing here. Uh, so post credit scene, we see Florence meeting up with... Um, I think it was... Was it her mother? I think it was her mother. Uh, Melina, that character. And... Um, they're both standing next to Natasha's grave because we know that she dies in Endgame, unfortunately. And they're having just a normal chat, and then she says, uh, "Like I've tracked down the guy who's responsible for this." Um, what was his name? It's, it's Hawkeye, isn't it? I can't remember, I can't remember his like person name, but he's Hawkeye, Hawkeye, isn't it? Um, yeah, uh, we, we've tra- I've tracked down Hawkeye, and he's kind of the one responsible for your sister's death. She's got a photo of her on like a tablet or whatever, and we see Hawkeye fully dressed up in his Avengers uh, suit and everything. And yeah, you get a little bit of a look from Yelena of like, I'm gonna go after him. Now the reason I like this so much is um, one, it sets up the next thing for Florence Pugh's. Because she, she basically is Black Widow. Because as we learn in this film, there's a whole bunch of Black Widows. But we just followed Natasha's Black Widow for like 10 years. But there's a whole like army full of them or whatever. But Florence Pugh, uh, Yelena, her Black Widow is probably going to go after Hawkeye. We know that there's a Hawkeye TV series on the way. Which I think Florence Pugh is supposed to be in. Which given this post credit scene would make sense. That also is going to tie into um, Kate Bishop. I remembered her name, but I can't. I can't for the life of me remember Hawkeye's name. Um, but Kate Bishop, who's going to be trained by Hawkeye to become the female version of Hawkeye, and that's all going to line up really, really nicely, I think. And you know, we might get we might get like a mini civil war thing from this, maybe of like you betrayed my sister, and obviously she, he's going to want to. Um, uh, is it is it Clint Barton? Is that his name? Clint, I think is his name, isn't it? Uh, Clint, he's going to 
want to explain like okay we kind of like wrestled over who's gonna sacrifice themselves because that was that scene near that hilltop thing but foot for the soul stone that we saw in endgame and Clint wanted to die and then Natasha wanted to die for the for the soul stone obviously because they needed it for the uh the battle with Thanos so tying it all into that this is why I love the MCU and stuff they, they tie all these things together in a really really cool way so tying that together with that not only do we now have a replacement black widow because natasha's actually dead um so yelena is gonna go after hawkeye um and hawkeye is going to be so clint is going to be training kate which i'm also it just individually looking forward to because she's going to be played by uh kate's going to be played by uh hayley steinfeld who i've seen in a bunch of things recently like dickinson on apple tv and uh bumblebee which she was very good in so i'm really looking forward to that on its own you add to it this whole like chasing him down sort of thing uh will he get a chance to explain like okay this more kind of multiverse sort of thing that's where it might get really interesting actually is as i kind of said earlier with all the multiverse stuff and like thanos and all this like big like world ending things that we've got like with the soul stones and all that you tie that into this like spy portion of the of things like with black widow and hawkeye and all that and him trying to explain um what happened with the with the soul stone uh it's going to be very very interesting i think um it does make me wonder where was yelena when all that was happening like did she get dusted i'm guessing um because obviously at the time we were following natasha's black widow even through Infinity War right through till Endgame. So that was just a Black Widow that we had on the Avengers team. Um, but as we see at the end of this film. Like before the post credits. Uh, Natasha decides to go off on her own. And Yelena goes back with her dad and her mum. So they were they're off in their little corner. And uh, who knows. May, maybe we'll see like some of that later on. As to okay you covered the past. What was happening. With like all this crazy like Russian family stuff that was going on. Uh, of basically like brainwashing young girls or young women. Into becoming like Black Widows for this this guy. Uh, what was the villain's name? Um, Ray. Where, where did his name go? He was in these credits somewhere. Um, Ray Winston. Who played um, Drakov. Yeah we, uh, we saw obviously he is... Or was because he's dead now, I guess. Because um, we saw him, obviously, you know, essentially kind of kidnapping or whatever a bunch of young women or young girls, and brainwashing them to become his Black Widow women. But um, but Yelena and Natasha were lucky enough to not quite be mixed in with that. Like they sort of got away a little bit or whatever. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how that all ties together. In the future. Now, now that we've covered the past. Which I think this film did a very good job of. Of covering and, and explaining. Okay what actually happened like fully. With this family. And how does that. I think it excellently leads into. Okay explaining the origins of this family. Like who they are and what happened to them. All this crazy like Russian stuff that happened. And then leading that into. Okay where are they now. We know that Natasha's dead. But where's the rest of the family. And we'll see how that kind of continues. I really, really like that in this film. I think that's done really, really well. Uh, so yeah, that that was covered as well. But yeah, just just to see, okay, what's going to happen when Yelena goes to see Clint, Clint and uh, Kate? That's going to be really cool, I think. And um, 
yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they'll have a few things to talk about regarding Natasha. Um, but I'm just curious to see his explanation of like, okay, we were by this like edge of this cliff, and we were like sort of uh, wrestling with each other as to who was going to make the sacrifice, and it ended up being Natasha, which we saw in Endgame. So I'm I'm really really interested to see how that plays out, and uh, I guess because I think Hawkeye is supposed to be this year, is it? I know that Miss Marvel is this year, the the TV show. Um, but, uh, we'll see how that all plays out, but I'm very, very interested in that, so, we'll see. Uh, a couple other things, yeah, I really liked Alexi and his character, lots of really funny, cool moments with him, that was great. Uh, I'd like to see more of his character in the future, we know that he survives, which is great. Uh, Melina, I could give or take, uh, I mean, she's, uh, individually as a character, there's a bit of work to be done, which you could still do. But she's bit a bit better when she's kind of with scenes with other characters, I think, uh, but she kind of stood out a little bit as the, the the weak link in this family. Uh, but we'll see what the three of them get up to next. It's funny in this Google cast list, right? It's got Robert Downey Jr. not in this film. It's got um, Tom Hiddleston not in this film. Says so Chadwick Boseman as well. Rest in peace. Um, it's got some other names in here as well. Um, where did the rest of them go? Um, Jeremy Renner, yeah, Clint Barton. I could have just scrolled down to see his name, couldn't I? He's not in this film. Uh, well, we see it. Well, we see a picture of him on a tablet, but he's not in this film. Chris Evans, Steve Rogers, he's not in this film. Uh, but this is a Google listing, so whatever. Um, but no, really, really liked all that. Uh, I really liked as well just all the explanation of like, okay, this is what happened with all these like. Black Widows, and they were mind-controlled and stuff by this guy. That was all very, very cool. So, just overall, really like what they've done here. Really, really do. And uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing... Uh, and yeah, this, this is kind of your typical, in a way, MCU film where it tells its story, does some pretty good action, and sets up, it next, sets up its next thing. But that's what you kind of have to do when you have an MCU, a universe, where you've been pretty consistently good and consistently connected for over 10 years and you continuously want to set up like okay the end of this film let's give our audience a teaser as to what's next here's the Hawkeye thing you know I think that was very very good as well uh let's go back to Taskmaster because I kind of um I kind of stepped around uh or tiptoed around that character uh where's the character's name gone um doesn't say the character's name here but played by Olga Kurilenko. Um she was very, very good. I just for for whatever particular reason I thought Taskmaster wasn't gonna be a woman necessarily. I was open I, I was thinking it could or couldn't be a woman. Well that, that they could or couldn't be a woman. Uh but I just wasn't sure because again, my experience with Taskmaster is very limited. Plus the character's actually got a mask on, so I cannot see the character's face. And it's not one of them masks where like their hair sticks out so I can see that, you know, whatever um but that was an interesting surprise but that tied in really well that was supposed to be uh dre drakov's daughter um and you know they have that scene with um with natasha when like she was kind of had to accidentally like collateral damage she explains it as um she kind of has to like try to kill her in order to kill drakov I thought that was interesting for Natasha's character. But yeah that made sense. That you know she kind of survived that. So did Dracov. And um, she became Taskmaster. Cool. Really like it. 
that that was cool. Um, so Taskmaster doesn't die in this film, but she does get that. Um, I can't remember the name of it. That stuff that gets put onto all the other Black Widow characters, so that they're taken out of that sort of brainwashed mindset, I suppose. Um, so you can use the character again, but I don't know what you can do with the character now because I don't see how you go from that to. Uh, because you can't really have, like, Taskmaster in the Hawkeye series now or something. Like, fitting in with that spy aspect of things. Uh, so, like, the character's not dead. You can still do things with the character, but... I don't know how you revert that character back to being Taskmaster. I'm not, I'm not sure what you're gonna do with the character there. I like that, I like that they kept the character alive so you can do some, you can use some other options with that character. But, I just can't think of what that would be. But I guess we'll find out. Maybe maybe there'll be something in the Hawkeye series that will like nod towards that, or something in another show or film that we'll see from that. Um, but that was really good. Uh, so really thought that was good as well. Um, Rick Mason, played by Ot Van Belen, Belen. Uh, he's in uh, Handmaid's Tale. I've seen him before. He was all right. He he was he was served his kind of purpose and stuff. So not too much to say about about his character. Um, but some good comedy as well. Uh, you know, we did we got this little conversation between uh, Yelena and Natasha about uh, why do you like do that thing with your you like she flips her hair to do, to do that pose or whatever. I thought that was that was kind of funny. That had the audience uh, laughing a fair bit, so that was pretty good. But yeah, I think that's mostly everything. Uh, I can't think of anything else really to talk about. Um, covered most of the things that happened in this film. I really liked it. I thought the cast was great. I liked what it set up for the future. And we'll just see where things go. Um, so we've got Loki that's kind of ongoing. We've got the season finale next week I think. Because um, it's six episodes. And then I can't think of what's out after Black Widow. We've got... Um, uh, there's Eternals I think is this year. Like Miss Marvel. I think Hawkeye's this year but I can't remember. So... We'll see. We'll see what comes out next. But that's my thoughts on Black Widow. Really enjoyed it. And I've already explained all those points already. So um, for those of you that have seen it. Hopefully you have and everything. Because I've been in the spoiler section and stuff. What did you think? Did you like it? Did you not? What do you think about everything that I mentioned with um, like the Hawkeye plot and everything? Because we'll probably see that in the Hawkeye TV series. Are you as excited for that as I am? What did, th- what did this do for you in terms of the... Of the uh, spy sort of genre within the MCU uh, what do you think of uh, Florence Pugh's Black Widow which is Elena what do you think of her what do you think of David Harbour's Alexi uh, uh, character what do you think of him uh, let me know all your thoughts feelings questions comments whatever about wed- about Black Widow or anything related to Entertainment Talk uh, methodentertainmenttalk.org Twitter eTalkUK is a contact page and information in your show notes as well so check out all of that uh, I'm going to record this, or finish recording this, and then I'm going to go and watch the second episode of uh, Monsters at Work, because I did watch the first episode earlier this morning, but uh, look out for both of those podcasts uh, later as well, so check all that out. Now you can find all that and more of what we've done on entertainmenttalk.org for TV, video games, films, and Magician Night podcasts. If you like what you've heard today and you want to support more of it, uh, you can either just use word of mouth and social media, tell people that you know about what we do and where they can find it through all of that. Uh, 
either by going to entertainmenttalk.org or you can find us on podcast platforms so let people know about what we do either word of mouth or social media uh, patreon one dollar three dollar level tiers for ad free podcast and review options so check that out as well if you'd like to david's still posting tv and film news over on geektown geektown.co.uk and geektown radio uh no episode this week or last week but that will be back next week but he's still been posting tv and film news so check that out on geektown.co.uk bex is still streaming daily pretty much over on twitch trista bytes trista b-y-t-e-s go and give her a follow over there you can also follow me on twitch as well etalk uk for all of my streams and if you miss the archive streams you can find them on youtube entertainment talk plays so check out all that thanks for listening and i'll see you later for monsters at work as well thanks for listening and i'll see you next time goodbye